It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last just... Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Marcy Vasky, licensed nutritionist. And Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company providing life-changing nutrition education and counseling. You know, today our topic will be of interest, I really think, to thousands. Mm -hmm. So many, right, so many Americans are looking to lose weight, Mm. you know, especially those that have made it their New Year's resolution. Yep. Anyone out there with this goal in mind will want to tune in today and maybe, I think, call a friend or family member. It'd be really good. Yep. Our topic is about gut health and weight loss. You know, this may be a new thought for some of you, right? Yeah. Some of you are likely asking the question, well, what does my gut health have to do with my weight? Well, we're going to find out today. But first, let me introduce my co-hosts. I have Joanne Rideout is joining me, and she is a registered and licensed dietitian, and she sees clients in our Maple Grove and Wyzetta locations. Joanne is busy teaching many of our classes, training in new staff, co-hosting Dishing Up Nutrition, and keeping up with her three grandchildren. So welcome, Joanne. Yes, thank you, Marcy. I'm happy to be here. So you know obesity in America continues to rise. We all know that. And according to the Centers for Disease Control, in September of 2015, 78.6 million United States adults were obese. Isn't that amazing? It's remarkable. So that's over one in three people. That's It's remarkable. And it's also sad. So this show today could change your life. Yes, yes, you are right, Joanne. But before we dig into our topic, I also want to introduce Kate Crosby, nutrition counselor and educator, who is also joining us in studio today. And Kate sees clients in our North Oaks office, and it's never a dull moment for Kate either, as her schedule is always full. So welcome, Kate. Thanks, Marcy. It's great to be here. And I'm really excited to share some new information with our listeners You know, there is research suggesting that obesity is an inflammatory disease. Now, I'm pretty sure most of our listeners are not thinking that their weight problem has anything to do with inflammation, but we know that inflammation starts in the gut. And so today, we're going to focus on our intestinal tract. Now, when we talk about that intestinal tract, we're really talking about all the bacteria that live there. And for starters, I think it's probably important that our listeners understand exactly which bacteria are in our gut. That's right. That's right. And that's really a great place to start, Kate. In our intestinal tract, we have thousands of different strains of bacteria, like bifido and acidophilus. You've heard us talk about that. It's estimated that our intestinal tract contains 100 trillion bacteria, and in fact, our gut bacteria weighs in at roughly four pounds. So <laughs> that's amazing. That's four that's... pounds of many different types of bifido and acidophilus in our gut and many different species of those. So that's remarkable in itself. A new term has begun to surface with scientists, researchers, and health practitioners when they're speaking about our gut and the bacteria that live there. They're using the term microbiome now. 
So that's becoming more common terminology. And you'll hear that microbiome term on the news. You'll read it in the newspapers. The microbiome is made up of all the bacteria that live and colonize our intestinal tract. And this microbiome is considered the key, and I want to emphasize that, the key to our health and longevity. Recently, our microbiome was, is being explored by more and more scientists. Researchers are finding many links between diseases and the health of your microbiome, or my, we might more commonly call the health of our microbiome just our gut health. That's right. We use mm-hmm. that all the time. You know, so now we know a little more about the importance of the bacteria in our gut, but still the question, how does that affect our metabolism? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. many people understand a high metabolism helps decrease weight, yep. but right. research, right, is indicating that our bacteria change the way we store our fat. Mm-hmm. And according to Dr. David Perlmutter, the author of The Brain Maker and the really popular book, The Grain Brain, he says that individuals who are obese, they carry more visceral fat around their organs, mm. organs like the liver, the heart, the kidneys, pancreas, and the intestines. Or we can say, you know, this is kind of like belly fat. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. when this happens, it affects your metabolism. Visceral fat means... What? A slow slow metabolism. metabolism. It does. And also, our gut bacteria really influences the way our body balances blood sugar and the way our hormones make us feel hungry and full. Mm -hmm. So can you believe a little bacteria can do so much? Yeah, it's amazing. This can be new information for some people as our microbiome actually begins at birth. When we're born, we get a good dose of healthy bacteria. A lot of it is bifido setting us up from the get-go for good health. So now if we were born with us in a C-section or from a mother with decreased gut bacteria, our guts are starting out as in a disadvantage. That possibly sets us up in the future for obesity, mm-hmm. diabetes, Alzheimer's, and a lot of other diseases. That's right. Yeah, I kind of think of that, um, you know, I think of clients who tell me as little kids they had many ear infections right. and then were put on rounds and rounds of antibiotics. Maybe they had tubes in their ears. So common. Yeah. Very common. And so those antibiotics destroyed all the good bacteria as well as the bad bacteria causing the inf- ear infections. But right. now those people are 30 and 40 years old, but with 20 and 30 or 40 pounds of extra weight. That's right. Mm-hmm. They are. Studies tell us that. In adults who are obese, their intestinal tract has fewer strains, a a less diverse population of bacteria, whereas someone who is lean has more varieties. So some strains of our bacteria in our gut actually remove more calories from our food than other strains, and that's Mm -hmm. kind of the important part here. Um, We don't want these No, we don't. We don't want that. That's not fun. (laughs) These bacteria are prevalent in people who eat a typical Western diet. So a diet Mm -hmm. full of trans fats, sugar, processed food, that high fructose corn syrup. These bacteria are associated with weight gain. So this kind of research really puts a new twist on the myth of calories in Mm -hmm. versus calories out. Right. Maybe you've been a believer but now this new research may change your mind. Maybe it really has to do with what kinds of bacteria do you have in your gut? That's right. Isn't yeah. that amazing? 
You know, and there was a study that um, in 2013 that Jeffrey Gordon at Washington University in St. Louis, he did a study that was groundbreaking, really, because it showed evidence that too much efficient bacteria caused more obesity. Mm-hmm. You know, that just is kind of funny. It's too efficient. Too efficient. Yeah. <laughs> Usually you want efficient things in our body. You know, so how did he, how did they, his, his group find and come up with this conclusion? Well, Gordon and his team actually injected mice with bacteria from women who were twins. So one mouse received the bacteria from the obese twin woman and the other with the bacteria from the lean twin woman. They were given the exact same diet and soon one of the mice grew fatter and the other stayed lean. Hmm. You know, wow. And so isn't that just amazing. amazing? So just to be sure, Gordon and his team repeated the experiment, but this time he put the mice together in the same cage. So they ate the same diet, but they were living in the same space. And after sharing that space, they both became lean. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. It is. And so why, right? Mm -hmm. People are wondering why. So they were sharing bacteria by living together and their guts became more diverse. So what does this mean? It means if you, perhaps it means if you grew up in a home with heavy parents and you yourself became heavy, could it be that your intestinal tract did not have enough diverse bacteria? You know, so how do you feel about your weight now? Right? <laughs> Could that struggle to lose weight really be stuck in the bacteria in your gut? I think that's kind of a good place to take a break here, Perfect. Marcy. Very good. Um, <laughs> and I'll, and we'll let everyone digest that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a really great study. Yeah. Yeah. It is for sure. Very I just want to remind you all you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. You know, we offer fantastic classes that will educate you, motivate you, and change your life. Now, one such class is our Weight and Wellness series, one of my favorites. This series of classes takes place over six weeks. You'll spend two hours each week learning how you can use nutrition and real food to heal and nurture your body. What's so wonderful about this class is that you are taught how to make the best decisions about your food choices so that you can balance your blood sugar, for instance, or maybe create better moods or prevent heart disease. The how and why of of these powerful choices is powerful knowledge. The Weight and Wellness series is going to begin the week of February 1st at a variety of our nutritional weight and wellness locations, so in Eden Prairie, St. Paul, Maple Grove, and North Oaks. If you're interested in signing up, simply go online at weightandwellness.com to register. Or you can even call our office right now today at 651-699-3438, and our knowledgeable front desk staff will be happy to help you. Now, if you've got questions today about weight and your gut health, give us a call in studio at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I am Marcy Vasky, licensed nutritionist, and joining me today is Joanne Rideout, registered and licensed dietitian, and Kate Crosby, nutrition counselor and educator. And today we are discussing how our gut bacteria can influence our metabolism and weight loss. So in this new year, we are all looking for ways to improve our health. You know, one way that you can get um, and stay motivated on the weight and wellness way is to download our new Dishing Up Nutrition app, which is so exciting for us. 
Uh, we are so excited to have an easier way for our dedicated, you know, and new listeners to hear our program whenever they want. Because people love to listen when they're walking, you know, uh, at cleaning the gym, cleaning house. the house. <laughs> That's right. And so while, like I said, or even while prepping your meals yep. for the week can really be great. Um, you'll learn how to heal your body with the magic of nutrition. The app is available for iPhone and Android phones. So just go and download today and tell your friends and family again. Spread the good word. It's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Great new app. So in the past, we're talking today about gut health. And Mm -hmm. in the past, I think we've all thought of weight as a problem with eating too much. But now we know there's a lot more research about our gut. So now we know it's more about the bacteria in our gut, whether it's the good bacteria or the bad bacteria, the kinds and amounts of bacteria in our gut, and how those different bacteria affect us. So by now you're asking yourself, what if my weight is correlated to my gut? What if my metabolism is determined by my gut? And how can I change this? Good questions. It is. And so you can do this by increasing the strains of bacteria in your microbiome or again in your gut. Many people take a probiotic. Hmm. And I'm sure many of you have heard of probiotics and... Lots of people get confused by those, and what are they? But for those who have not taken a probiotic, um, let me take a moment to explain. Probiotics are supplements in the form of capsules or powder. Mm -hmm. These probiotics help to repopulate our intestinal tract with more diverse bacteria. Which is exactly what we want. Exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We do want that diversity. So I often suggest my clients take bifido balance or bifido powder, which contains a variety of bifido bacteria. At Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we recommend that probiotics should be taken on an empty stomach two to three times a day and about 10 or 15 minutes before each meal. So this is a very easy way to help our microbiome become more diverse. So... And help to heal our gut. Heal the gut. (laughs) Basically. And and have a better metabolism. Yes. You know, being experts in nutrition, we always recommend food first, even though the probiotic is a very important supplement to take. Um, We want to recommend food first when it comes to healing our body. And, of course, that includes healing our digestion. Mm -hmm. So diet plays a very big role in the health of our gut. And the kind of bacteria that live there. There are certain foods that actually feed that good gut bacteria like the bifido or the acidophilus. And some of those foods are things like black beans or cauliflower or green Mm -hmm. beans or zucchini or some fruit, apples, you know, berries. Think foods with high amounts of fiber are going to feed that good bacteria. And then the bacteria will proliferate. I mean, for, as a nutritionist, this is the highlight of our job. We yes. get to see this in <laughs> all day long. <laughs> we often have clients who come in with digestive upset, and then we help them discover mm-hmm. a diet that will be more helpful to them. Maybe um, give them some supplements like the bifido or the acidophilus, and they'll come back in a few weeks having eaten that cleaned-up diet and taken those probiotics and the magic has begun. The they magic has. start feeling so much better. And they can't believe it's that simple. That's right. Or they just have more energy even. Yes. <clears throat> yes. 
And so when we eat a diet that's low in fruits or vegetables, but is high in trans fats, uh, processed foods and excess sugar, now that diet is going to decrease the amount of good bacteria we have. And it also reduces the diversity of the bacteria. Because remember, our, our goal here is to create diverse gut bacteria because those the diversity may actually help our weight loss efforts. That's right. Oh, for so, sure. So, but, you know, when what? we eat breakfast, we can just eat something as simple as spinach, mm-hmm. sweet potato, and some eggs, along with some eggs sure. and some healthy fat. And, that's and that spinach super will Super simple. And that's going to help the gut bacteria. You know, and so when we commit ourselves to eating the weight and wellness way, you are committing to eating that real food that sustain you and your gut. The real food being just what um, Joanne said about the breakfast, you know, the spinach, the eggs, the the sweet potatoes. Mm -hmm. You know, and so eating that variety of uh, protein, carbohydrates, and in the form of, you know, those green leafy vegetables, as well as some good fruit, and following it up with some good healthy fats, like delicious avocados Mm. or coconut oil I could eat by the spoonful. Yum. Right? (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Olives or nuts. You know, you're going to, you are going to feel great. And for those of you wanting to shed some of those pounds in this new year, you're going to, you will look great. So it's feel great first. Yeah. Look great. Yep. Yep. So now we've educated you on how our gut plays our role in our weight. And it's time to look at how, how does our bacteria and our metabolism work together. So again, research is showing that microbiome, those little bacteria, can actually change the gene expression of our metabolism. So when we eat a diet of processed food, those trans fats, the damaged oils like soybean oil, very prominent, prominent in, oh, it is. in those in hydrogenated fats, mm-hmm. excess sugar, so in foods like muffins, chips, cookies, those boxed meals, mm-hmm. our bacteria will become less diverse and change the metabolism. So it actually slows our metabolism way down. It does. That's not what we want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one thing to point out, too, is that soybean oil that you talked about yes um, is also going to be found in some supplements if you're purchasing from box stores yep you know so people are eating this clean diet thinking they're just really on par with everything and then they come in with their supplements and and then there's the soybean oil Mm -hmm. right slowing down often in the omega-3 or in the vitamin d for sure yep yep yeah good point so let's just go ahead uh review for a second we know that how we're born plays a role in our gut health, along with what we eat. But, you know, there are other ways that we are deteriorating our gut health or not improving it. And one big way is the use of antibiotics. Oh, yep. Maybe think- we should talk about that when we come back. Yes, perfect. It's time for a break. Yes. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Joanne Rideout, reg- registered and licensed dietitian. And if you are one of the 78.6 million Americans that is struggling with their weight, maybe it's time to try a probiotic to help your gut bacteria begin to work for you and not against you. We have Bifido Balance, Bifido Powder. Those are two great choices when it comes to improving gut health. Bifido Balance is in capsule form and for many just an easier way to take it consistently. 
Two great ways to increase your metabolism. The Bifido powder is easily mixed with a little water. Doesn't taste like anything. So for those who get tired of swallowing all the pills um, or have difficulty with the pills and want to get more bacteria per serving, the powder is the way to go. I love it. It is so easy. easy. Mm -hmm. As we mentioned earlier in the show and nutritional weight and wellness, we recommend you take your Bifido or your probiotic Three times a day on an empty stomach, 10 to 15 minutes before each meal. This is simple and effective. You can stop in to any of our seven nutritional weight and wellness locations and pick them up or go online to weightandwellness.com and click on products. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. I'm Kate Crosby, nutrition educator and counselor, and I work in our Norfolk office. Are you someone who is struggling with perimenopause or menopause symptoms? We've got the class for you. It's our very popular menopause seminar. This is one of those must-attend classes if you're losing sleep, for instance, mm-hmm. or feel like you're losing your mind. Right. <laughs> yes. Can't remember anything. <laughs> Or maybe you've got lots of hot flashes or experiencing that dreaded weight gain. The menopause seminar could be real a real life changer for you. We're holding this class in our St. Paul location on March 19th. The seminar is a day-long event, and it begins around 1030, wrapping up around 330. And we serve balanced snacks and a delicious lunch. If this is something that you're interested in, Reserve your spot today because it goes, they go fast. They always book up. They yep. do. Call one of our nutritional weight and wellness offices to get registered, and you can call them at 651 699 3438. And just as a tidbit, you'll be, <laughs> you'll be glad to know that Dar and Chris Kneifel are teaching it, and the, this should be a fantastic class. Oh, yeah. for sure. And both of you have taught that class mm-hmm. with Dar, haven't you? We mm-hmm. have. And, and seen the life changing. Oh, um, it's great things from all the women that you know come out of it it's just great it is wonderful information it's it's into it's rich it's a rich rich very much right um and women important women attending develop such a camaraderie during that day oh i'm sure and learn so much from each other's stories Mm -hmm. in addition to the fantastic class that it is it really is a very good class they know that they're not the only ones no (laughs) that's right there you go i just want to remind listeners that if they've got questions for us today they can call us in studio at 651-641 1071. There you have it. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's get back to our topic. And our topic today is um, gut health and weight loss, right? Yeah. So we want to talk a little bit more about you know what can feed this good bacteria. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe mm-hmm. something as simple as, you know, a lunch idea, chili with some sour cream, right? Perfect. Right. So what would be feeding the good the bacteria there? Beans. Those beans the are beans. rich yep. in fiber that feeds the good bacteria they along are. with all the, and the veggies tomatoes. in there. Yep. yep. Perfect. That's what about it? What about a so dinner? So what about a dinner? Um, one of my favorites is salmon. Um, so a nice piece of salmon with wild rice or with sweet potato. Mm-hmm. Also, a big pile of broccoli. Yeah. That's that perfect. Wonderful fiber from all of that, um, those good vegetables. Yeah. And from the wild rice or from the wild rice 
are really, really good to right. feed your gut bacteria. And it might be interesting for listeners to know that actually they're feeding the bacteria right. by eating their right. vegetables. Right. Yeah, so <laughs> it's, yeah. we don't make you do things for nothing. Here. Right. You know, right. we, have, we have a method. <laughs> right. But, you know, in line with that, that's great for feeding the good bacteria. But how about bad bacteria that might be in your gut? You, right. you and I know that the bad bacteria are known to scream and yell for sugar. sweets. Yeah. Sugar, sugar, sugar. Yep. Those sugar cravings. Mm-hmm. So they definitely come out. If you've got those sugar cravings, then you probably have an imbalance in your gut bacteria and mm-hmm. you might want to right. replenish with some bifido before you eat, but also ramp up those veggies. Eat what is it? Seventy nine cups of vegetables. Absolutely. A it's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot, lot, but it really works. It, it will change make yeah. a difference. It, it will, fills you up on the good things that are gonna feed those probiotics that yes. help that will change to reduce your metabolism. those reduce your um increase your metabolism, but also reduce those cravings. But, and that is significant. That is I gonna mean, be huge. It's huge. It really is. And when I, I say to people that that will happen, they're like, Really? How soon? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't have a time frame. But yeah. I'm not, not, not today, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but soon. soon. <laughs> when I went to see Dar for the first time and I was a breadaholic at the time. Sure, and sure. Bread, 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 and more bread. And she said, Kate, you know, I think you'd really need to eat less bread. And one way that I think might help you is if you start taking some bifidobacteria. And inside my head, I'm laughing hysterically. <laughs> She's crazy. Going, this will never happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. And lo and behold, I started just, you know, one bifido balance before each meal. And my bread cravings really diminished. And right. it was quite a surprise to me. Yeah, that helps a lot. (laughs) So, you know, we've been talking about the good bacteria, the bad bacteria, how to feed the good bacteria. But I think it's also important to talk about other ways that we deteriorate, basically, our gut health. Other Mm -hmm. ways that this good bacteria gets destroyed. Um, One of the biggest ways is with the use of antibiotics. Now, who hasn't been on an antibiotic? Right. You know, I mean, we see it every day. Yeah. Many people are put on them repeatedly, and we know that one round of antibiotics can wipe out hundreds and thousands of bacteria. And there is a direct correlation between obesity and antibiotic use, especially in the states where antibiotics are given at the highest rate, which is in the South. Wow. So we know antibiotics have an important role for killing that bad bacteria. At times, they're very important to take. However, the downside comes into play when they're taken in excess. You know, and that is significant, Kate. So even childhood obesity has been linked to excess amounts of antibiotics that are given to our children. You know, that's just scary stuff. Right. Little kids come in all the time and I will ask, you know, have you been sick? You know, with them sitting there and, oh, yeah, ear infections, tubes, strep throat. And they're wondering why they're feeling so, you know, bad. And that starts very young. It does. And it's getting worse. Even under a year old. 
Yes. You know, and the birth control pill or hmm. the pill is also a medication that will break down our gut bacteria. Yep. You know, nobody, no woman out there is thinking about their pills breaking down their gut. No. Right. You know, and we, and we're pointing this out really because that all medications that we take will play a part on our gut health. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. the pill is such a long-term medication. I mean, I have people coming in, they've been on it for 25 years. Right. Yeah. Um, exactly. And so it's really just... You know, worth letting you know that that yeah. is one of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Or NSAIDs, those ibuprofens, those over the counter pain relievers, another common medication that is, you know, typically overused mm-hmm. and really has great potential in decreasing our microbiome. Right. Mm-hmm. It's really remarkable. So, ibuprofen, aspirin, mm-hmm. correct, Aleve, mm-hmm. yeah, all those. Motrin, you know, those are all NSAIDs and Definitely will destroy that good bacteria. You know, another one I think of are steroids. Often people with, you know, asthma or um, allergies are put on long term steroids every single day. Or even steroid shots. Yep. Yeah. And those will definitely destroy also our good bacteria as well. And these are just things that people do not knowing. Oh, yeah. Totally unknowing of what Um, they're doing. But it's important that we point that out. So we can't forget the environmental factors. So, for example, the chemicals that are found in our lotions, our makeup, things like look for things on the label like uh, parabens, phthalates, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. things like that in our makeup, um, shampoo, or even just what we breathe in on a daily basis. Right. Also, foods which contain genetically modified organisms. Those are commonly soybean and corn most commonly um, contain GMOs. I think 90-some percent of each of those are genetically modified. Right. Those genetically modified organisms can create a breakdown of our gut bacteria. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. the most commonly, those most commonly grown crops, I mentioned corn and soy, but also sugar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those are genetically modified. Those will affect your gut. And all of this plays a role in the decline of our microbiome, but also play a role in our metabolism decreasing. Absolutely. That's a yep. huge factor. You know, another one I mm-hmm. would toss in is chlorinated water. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Good one. Destroying our gut bacteria. <clears throat> you know, this is a good time to take a break. Uh, another common New Year's resolution for many is to get back in in the gym. And as an avid workout enthusiast and nutritionist, you know, I really understand how much good nutrition plays a role in the effectiveness of a workout right. and for the healing that needs to take place um, in the recovery of our muscles. You know, an important supplement maybe to consider in addition to the balanced diet we're always talking about is omega-3 fatty acids or commonly known fish oil, which is an essential fatty acid that we need to consume on a daily basis. Omega-3 fatty acids will support our joints, decrease inflammation, and they increase our metabolism. Yippee! Yay! Yay. (laughs) That's good. Take as many as you want. (laughs) We can also find omega-3 fatty acids in our foods, so... Those good foods like wild-caught, cold-water fish, salmon, sardines, mm-hmm. mackerel, or even in the grass-fed meats, 
you know, the free range eggs and that dairy fed or the grass fed dairy. I always yes. say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Full of those omega-3s. Yep, they're all good. They are. So, you know, as you begin, or if you have been in the gym already, you will want to increase those foods in your diet or maybe in supplement form. Right. And at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we recommend you take 3,000 milligrams per day. Mm-hmm. And you can stop in, in at any of our seven Nutritional Weight and Wellness locations to pick some up. Or go ahead and order online at weightandwellness.com. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. I am Marcy Vasky, licensed nutritionist, and today we're talking about gut health and weight loss. And we have a caller um, online, and her name is Jody. Jody, what is your question for us today? Hi. Yes, I would like to get um, more sauerkraut in my diet. And uh, just to increase good gut health. And I was wondering if you had some good recipe ideas to get more sauerkraut in my diet. Well, that's a great question. You know, maybe just pork chops and sauerkraut in the slow cooker. Mm -hmm. That's always an easy one. Okay. And a real good brand of of sauerkraut that's out there is Bubby's because, you know, it's naturally fermented and you have to be careful to pick sauerkraut that does not contain vinegar. I think that's and, an important point too. And that is that is found in the refrigerated section of right. the store. Exactly. If it's canned, the bacteria has been killed by the canning process. So you want to make sure you look for the uh, sauerkraut in the refrigerated section. Bubby's is a good brand. Um, I know my husband loves you know sausages and sauerkraut or hot dogs and sauerkraut. Um, and while sauerkraut is a good source of good bacteria. Often we need more than the foods that create good back or that have good bacteria in them. Right, you're right, Kate. Um, so, you know, supplementing with that bifido powder, for instance, or the bifido balance capsules, I find Easy. is really, really important. In addition to eating foods that might have good bacteria, like the sauerkraut. Right. right. Okay. It- Thank you. I appreciate the great ideas. All right. Well, have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye bye. Thanks. So we've been talking about our intestinal tract, about Mm -hmm. our microbiome. We have thousands of different strains of bacteria, just to review a little bit. The bifido and acidophilus that we so frequently talk about are two great supplements to get a lot more of the bifido and acidophilus, the variety of those strains. Mm -hmm. Um, We have about 500 to 1,000 different species of probiotics in our gut. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to get a diverse population of those. And I think to to clarify, even though we're saying, you know, we're mentioning only two, bifido and acidophilus, within those um, classes of bacteria good probiotics right. there are tons of kinds of bifido bacteria right we're yes. not just talking about one, one or two strain, right we're talking right. about bazillion so when you take our product you're getting lots of different right bifido bacteria for instance Correct. or acidophilus right bacteria so, so we talked about four pounds of bacteria in our gut. in our gut isn't right, that amazing think about that so, but that's how much you want. Yeah. Right. You really yeah. need that much in order to have get some your good. metabolism 
where it needs to be. Exactly. Yeah. Or decrease those cravings. Mm-hmm. You know, we also talked about a new word for a lot of people, microbiome. Yeah. So it, it's it's you're going to hear it more and more. In fact, you know, anytime I'm listening to the TV, there it is. Somebody's talking about the microbiome. I know. Right? And that's just all of the bacteria that's in our intestinal lining. And it, it's how that bacteria stays alive, that good bacteria stays alive. Um, we always want to emphasize that eating foods that are full of fiber are going to increase and feed that good bacteria. Right. That's right. Lots and lots of vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> we always yeah. recommend at least three cups, two and, to three cups at every, every meal. meal. And That's I think amazing. Most people think of it... Think of, you know, oh, the reason that they're suggesting it is that it's full of vitamins and, and minerals. Antioxidants. And antioxidants, and it's low in calories. And it feeds the good bacteria. Right. right. <laughs> like I said earlier, we have a motivation or a, mot- a motive for, for you. Everything. Exactly. <laughs> we don't just make you do stuff for fun. No. No. Exactly. You know, so maybe let's just take... a the rest of the time here and just kind mm-hmm. of recap um, today's broadcast. So what, as you as a listener, can really take away and use today, yeah. you know, get going on this and, and feeling better. So we know that the health of our gut correlates to either being obese or being lean. Right. And remember the study that Marcy talked about um, where they fed the, they injected the bacteria from twins. Correct. One overweight twin and one lean twin injected into mice, and what happened? They became obese. One became obese. One (laughs) stayed lean. Amazing. But then when you put them together in the same living environment, they both became lean because they shared that good bacteria. That's fascinating. It's amazing. It is. It really is. It is. Yeah. Um, Also, you could take away... This important fact that the health of your gut has been in, has been shown to either invite disease or prevent disease. So what does that mean? Well, right. yeah. you know, you got too much bad bacteria in your gut and you might develop some diseases like diabetes. Right. Um, heart disease. Heart disease. Yeah. 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 Or Alzheimer's now. Right. You know, we know is sort of the... You know, very connected to the gut health, the gut health and that inflammation that gets set up in the gut. Exactly. Or Um, in our brain, anxiety, depression, depression, depression. very common. Or even some of the autoimmune conditions that we so commonly Mm -hmm. see, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. rheumatoid arthritis, like multiple sclerosis, Mm -hmm. those Mm -hmm. kinds of diseases. And people will come in and as you dig in and talk to them, you'll find that their gut that they've been constipated for 16 years or exactly. something, right? Yeah. Very so, common. It's mm-hmm. interesting. We always want more good bacteria than bad. That's the goal here. That is the goal. So, you know, and, and uh, maybe another nugget you can take away is what ways can we increase our gut health? Well, like we always talk about, eat the weight and wellness way. And so what does that really mean again, right? Mm-hmm. People are like, eat the weight and wellness way. Well, it's simple, mm-hmm. right? We all it think it's simple. simple. <laughs> it's automatic now. <laughs> yeah. You know, you want to eat more protein um, and more of those green leafy vegetables and fruits because what I've been talking about the whole hour here is that that's going to feed that good bacteria. And, you know, follow it up with some good healthy fats like the avocados mm-hmm. and the coconut oil and the nuts and all those tasty things. Mm-hmm. Butter. Right. 
butter, butter, butter. So instead of going out for lunch and eating a burger and fries, mm-hmm. which kills switch. your gut bacteria, exactly, switch it up to a, a nice grass-fed burger along Big with salad. a salad mm-hmm. and sure. some good dressing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A little olive oil, excellent. <laughs> Nuts and seeds. Yeah. You could eat, also consider taking a probiotic to help diversify your population in your gut. Again, okay? yeah. diversify. The more diversity, the more lean you may become. So that's another takeaway I hope some people will, will understand. And that's an easy one to come to, too, you know? Yes. Right? I want to be lean. I'll just... Check take into some, my gut health. Take some probiotics. Take, take probiotics. Some probiotics. Everybody's yeah. going to be taking probiotics after this show today. <laughs> and quite often, you know, quite often people say when they come in for a consult, a consult, they're thinking they, you know, maybe these supplements aren't really necessary. Exactly. Right? But a piece of it is the, you know, developing the good gut health, but mm-hmm. also maintaining that good gut health. Right. So over time. Yeah. Over mm-hmm. time, you might be able to decrease the amount of mm-hmm. probiotic, but still include them. Yeah, for sure. You're right. Well, thank you for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition today. And if you found this show interesting, you know, please share it with a friend or family member. You know, our message each week is how eating real food supports your health. What we were just talking about, the protein, the carb, the fat. And it's a simple but powerful life-changing message. So be sure. It certainly is. It is. It is. (laughs) You know, and be sure to tune in next week so you can listen to Dar, Cassie, and Stephanie talk about low moods and what nutritional solutions there are. So it'll be a great show. Yeah, I I would guess they'll be talking about probiotics next week. So (laughs) get ready. Some point. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please share your favorite episodes with a friend or leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Product statements have not been evaluated by the FDA.